So let's review. In the previous stuff, the Gemara discussed the case of a muhzik basada, possessor of a field, told his friend, this field originally belonged to your father, but I purchased it from him. The Gemara mentions a b'risa with a similar case of shalavicha regarding halva alone. These are the general rulings regarding the shvua oath of a halva. In the case in which a malva, a lender, claims that the labor, the borrower, did not repay the loan. When the labor is kefer hakoil, denies the claim entirely, midairaisa, he is not required to make a shvua and oath, and he's potter from paying, because hamoitzim mechaveir alav haraya. However, midirabbanan, he must take an oath referred to as a shvua's hesses. Moidibemiktis, hataina, chayr b'shvua. When the labor is moidibemiktis, admits the claim partially, then midairaisa, he must make a shvua that he does not owe the rest. Lezim Yaakov says there are times in which one is Mukhiv Shvua through his own claim as well. As in the case of a labor who tells his friend, I borrowed a sum of money from your father, but I already made a partial payment. He is Mukhiv Shvua as a Maidibimiktis even through his own claim. Acham disagree and say that he does not make a shvua al and is considered like someone who is returning a lost item, in which case he is patim shvua. The Gemara explains that the machlekes is based on the reasoning for shvuas moidibemiktas, as Rab explains. Chazaka in odemayz panav befnei machlekes. There is a chazaka, an assumption, that a leiva does not have the audacity to make a false denial in the presence of the malva. Therefore, a koifer hakoil is considered a truthful denial and is part of a shvua. However, a moidib miktis cannot be kefer hakal, and initially wants to be moidib kula, admit to the claim entirely, because chazaka ain't the maze panav, but since he cannot repay the entire loan, he only admits partially, to evade the mala, to gain some time. And he reckons that when he has money, he will repay the rest. Therefore, Achman Omar Rami the Torah obligates the labor to make an oath, which compels him to admit the entire amount. Therefore, Blazim Yaakov says that Chazaka Eino the Mez Panav applies to both the Malva and his son, who inherits the loan. Therefore, Shuas Moed Mixus applies. Ramban Savri Boyhu the Eino Mez Alva Bebnoi Mez. Umed Loihei is Meshavayda Hava. Rabban disagree and say that Chazaka Eino the Mez Panav applies only to the Malva, but does not apply to his son. Therefore, Shuas Moed Mixus does not apply. The next Mishnah continues with another case of a Pesha Asuha Pesha Hetter. To better understand the Mishnah, we will make a brief introduction, which will be discussed at length in the subsequent Afam. Shtar Shiyash Edim Chasumim by Kashim Edaraisa. Shtar Chayv, a loan document bearing Chasimus Edim, signatures of two Edim, is acceptable proof Medaraisa to collect the loan. However, Kim Shtar is Medarabanan, since there is a Chashash Ziyuf, concern that one may forge both the Shtar and the Chasimus Edim, the Rabbanan initiated Kim Shtar's the one must validate the Chasimus Edim to authenticate the Shtar. Kim Shtars can be performed in three ways. Alidei Edim HaChasumim, when the undersigned Edim testify that they signed the Shtar. Alidei Edim, when two other Edim testify that they recognize the Chasimus Edim. Alidei Ksav Yadon Yetzim by taking another Shtar bearing their signatures that was Hochzik Bevesdin 
already validated in Bezdin and comparing the signatures in both shtaris. Once Kim shtaris has been performed, the shtar is huchzik, validated, and can be used to collect the chayv. Zak the Mishnah. Ha'edim sha'amruk sabi yudeinuhuzeh. Shtar chayv, which was being validated by the Edim hachasumim, testifying that these are our signatures. However, they added, They say that the shtar is not valid, because we were either coerced to sign, or we were minors or disqualified for edus at the time of chasima. Their testimony is accepted and the shtar is disqualified. Because hapesha also, hapesha heter. Hapesha also, the Edom who confirmed the authenticity of the shtar, by stating, who hapesha heter. They can disprove the authenticity of the shtar by stating Anus Mayinu. Igmar explains that the case of Anus Mayinu can only refer to Amra Anus Mayinu Machmas Nefashas. They said that they were coerced through a death threat. Nemanim, they are believed because one is permitted to sign falsely in this situation. However, Amra Anus Mayinu Machmas Mamoin, if they said they were coerced through a financial threat, a Nemanim, they're not believed because one is prohibited to sign falsely in this situation, and in other Mesim Rasha, as Rasha explains, One is not believed to say that he committed an Avera, because he is considered his own relative, and a relative is disqualified to be a witness. The Mishnah continues, However, if Kim Shtaris was being performed through other Edom who recognized their signatures, or through an authenticated Shtar bearing their signatures, their testimony of Anus Mayinu is not accepted, and the Shtar is valid, because Leka Pesha Aser, the undersigned Edom did not confirm the Shtar. Therefore, Leka Pesha Hitter, they cannot disqualify the Shtar. And the Edom Achasum cannot be considered another set of Edus of Anus Mayinu to disprove the Shtar, because Edom Achasum on the Shtar Edom Chasum are considered as if they were already cross-examined in Bezdin, in which we say, Once they present their testimony, they cannot retract and change their testimony. This discussion continues in the next daft.